Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you listen to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. It is great to be back to share another episode of the Wellness Farmer podcast with you. And before we get into that main content, which is an awesome interview with Ryan Carter, if you can leave a review for this podcast, that is the best way to get the word out. And it is more and more important to get the word out just by listening to what the world is saying. So let's get the word out. Let's give the world a second opinion of what true health really is and we can change this downward spiral of spiral of decreasing health. All right, let's get into this awesome episode with Ryan Carter. Today I'm really excited for our guest. Um, it's someone that I've been following for quite a while on Instagram, so it's it's really cool to have him here as as a guest on the podcast. His name's Ryan Carter, and I recommend you go follow him on Instagram. We'll talk about his page throughout the conversation, but he's got a lot of neat things to say, and that's why I'm glad to have him on the show. But of course, like all guests, they need to get to know my, they need to present themselves so all my listeners get to know who they are and what that that windy path of life is in their life. So Ryan, again, thanks for coming on the show, and, and would you like to give just a a short or however long it needs to be an uh, introduction to my listeners. Yeah, thank you, Ben, for the intro. Uh, and thank you, audience, um, for allowing me to share my knowledge or wisdom and my journey as well. Uh, so I'll keep it fairly brief just because I, I just get a little bit bored of just talking about my journey uh, all the time. But uh, for some people, it might resonate a lot with, and some, some people might be like, that, that sounds familiar, or I was on a similar path. So it is powerful, our story or our journey, um, but it doesn't really define me. And it's all these, all these things in my journey is just a massive learning experience to propel me forward and obviously to take me in this present moment right now. So as you, you might already know, I have an Instagram page called Live Vitae. I'm a registered nutritionist. My voice, as you could probably pin, uh, take, is from England, Great Britain. So I'm born and raised from there. A fairly standard upbringing, like middle class, suburban sort of type of uh, upbringing. And essentially just took my health a little bit for granted. I was fairly sporty. Um, and. I, I never really pushed myself academically and I sort of hanged out or socialized with the wrong type of people that led me towards like graffiti, drug dealing and all these kind of things. And that escalated. I got kicked out of home for some reason and I was by myself 
So just understanding and cooking, learning about myself, that, that was a big part of one of my journeys of living by myself at such a young age. So there's, there's a lot of things that happened then. And then from there, I sort of got allowed back into my family, my family business, which was an antique shop, and started working in this fairly old, ancient building. And unknowingly, it was home to a lot of mold. And mold is extremely, for most people, like fairly pathogenic um, for our health. So that was compromising my health. And I didn't really have the understanding of that at that moment in time. But on top of that, there was a lack of understanding with nutrition. I was also living by myself. My girlfriend at the time left me and I fell in sort of a loophole of exercising addiction, essentially, and just not eating enough and chasing numbers on the scale. So then my weight essentially declined rapidly down to around 55 kilos, like you classify that as anorexic. And then from there, there's, there's a big breaking moment where I just literally broke down with my girlfriend's family. And like I, I made the first step in changing and reached out to a personal trainer at the time who was actually Argentine, um, but he was influenced by the American culture and he was familiar with people like Dave Asprey and Mark Sisson and all these paleo, Rob Wolf and all these paleo advocates essentially. And he sort of educated me alongside the training of, of strength training and progressive overload. Um, and he really shaped my health and propelled me wanting to change my job and take back control of my health. Whilst I was doing this, I was just uncovering loads of issues with my health, which was laced back again with that mold, heavy metals of consuming a lot of mercury laden fish, um, and some foreign trips to uh, Tanzania, Zanzibar, and picking up probably a parasite or two along the ways. So all these sort of things influenced my health, but the fundamental thing was like, I was just completely unaware of what, what health was all about, what life was, the essence of life, essentially, which I've only stumbled across to, or stumbled across in the last three or four years about the power of nature and how much impact we actually have on our health and not subscribing too much to that functional medicine paradigm or even the conventional medicine paradigm, and that we have a lot of control with our health, with epigenetics, with our environment, with sun exposure, cold exposure, heat exposure, our thoughts, our mindset, our relationships, our community. And of course, nutrition plays a part there as well, but, and our sleep as well. But all these things are far more important than nose diving straight down to the functional medicine mindset about health, taking supplements and all these, and even functional medicine testing, all these kind of things that they, they are helpful, but if we haven't got the fundamentals right, the basics of like how life fundamentally works in terms of like how the cell and how humans are like we're multi-organism, how we actually work, then there's no real point. Um, but essentially that was me in the last like three, four years, like my head in books, watching so many videos, uh, studies, uh, further education in certain courses. And then like, that's what's taken me to where I am right now. For me to actually think for myself, understand mechanism of actions, understand fundamentally how life works 
and then not be like prescribed to like protocols. And I can think outside the box. I connect the dots now and can really like transform people's health, therefore transform their lives essentially. So that's, that's, that's what I do. And like social media, my Instagram page, website, it's just a way of me expressing that. And obviously people resonate with that. And it's, it's a great way of utilizing social media, not abusing it and building a community on there, but also explaining that like your health, you won't find great health on social media either. You need to like take some snippets of it and go outside and actually live your life to your full potential. Sure. And that's funny that you're talking about that right then, because that is my post that I'm going to put on Instagram because I, w- I just took the week off and I took a week off and I say, I recommend it. <laughs> I recommend getting off it as, as much as possible and taking that time to, to be in the moment and be in the real. And that's where true health comes. Um, that's, a, that's an incredible story. I, I didn't know the very beginning of your story. I had no idea that you went through that type of, I guess we could say trauma in your early life. Uh, that is interesting. And I, and I love how you've come through that and become what you are now. And that's exactly what I talk about. I talk about how it's so important that each person is individual and we can't give them this, this, and this, and this, and they're going to be, and they're going to reach that because we're all so different. And that's how I talk about with my, that's how I talk to my patients the same way. I explain what I know. And then I have them, I, I, ask them to study it out and learn about who they are and then and they can come to their own decisions about what how they're going to reach their what they feel is their their health potential so i think that's a great and i love how you're doing that and i love how you use nature as such an important part i think that's what has caused so much havoc in the health of today we're, we're taking nature out of everything um even, even with, even with the people that want to be healthy naturally, they're still with all the supplements and they're still with all this other stuff that nature wants to give that to us. If we'll just go out and let her give that to us. Uh, and, and I love how you, how you talk about that and how your last post, I really liked how there's some things we can do, but nature gives us to us free. I don't know if you would like to talk about some of those things that you posted about, because I think that's so important that, that nature will give us all this stuff pretty much free if we just go to her. Yeah, so the further you're away from nature, the more likelihood that like this ease would, would occur essentially. So when we're living with nature, we're at ease. And when we're not, we're obviously more likelihood of this ease. And it's, it's just funny enough, just like look around in a hospital, like cool, there's it's a great place for recovery and it serves a purpose, but like it's actually like extreme, extreme stressful. like inflamed sort of inflammatory environment essentially with the artificial lights limited windows no fresh air uh, noise it's just like uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a little bit backwards so essentially everything that biohacking and all these sort of gadgets and gizmos but like they're cool they're tools and we have to always remember that they're tools they're for people who obviously have that financial income predisposable income to pay for uh, to buy them but all these things are available in nature if we just look for them so essentially like red light therapy devices we can replicate that with power of sunrise and sunset we can like expose our full body to this the only issue or difference to that in that context with that one 
is that obviously a device is going to be a bit more intense. So there, there is some context to that, depending on obviously, say, if I had a client with uh, some hair growth issues or some skin issues, utilizing a device would probably make it make a little bit more sense because the concentration of the intensity of those wavelengths is going to be much more powerful compared to the sunrise and sunset. But then we could think on the actual long-term effect would be, okay, if you actually went to watch the sunrise and sunset and spent most of the time outdoors in nature, maybe she didn't have those issues. Maybe she wouldn't have those issues in the first place. So that's when prevention comes in and like prevention could be applied to all these, all these uh, principles or factors in that post you're referring to. So like cryotherapy, it's a way of utilizing gas to cool the external or exterior um, peripheral system of the body. We can actually do that ourselves just by going in the sea or in a river or a lake or a cold shower or a cold bath. And it's free, essentially. Um, we don't need to go to a cryotherapy session. And of course, it's much more expensive. Um, the actual power of water is much more superior compared to a gas as well in cooling the body. Um, so there's that to it. And as well as hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which does serve a purpose in certain contexts. But again, if we actually have a greater understanding about how we are supposed to breathe about lung nasal physiology, then we could just utilize the power of our nose, look, look into some of the more um, leading experts in this with people like Wim Hof per se, even though I don't like his technique, but Patrick McEwen, the oxygen advantage guy, even Brian McKenzie's another advocate of nasal breathing and just looking at James Nestor with his book as well, the power of breathing and understanding and sort of influencing our, our, our control, although it's sort of autonomic in terms of that we don't have any control of it we can actually train our body and manipulate certain things and even like the principle just like mouth taping uh would have benefit there as well so there's 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 loads of tools we can use and find in nature like why use a vitamin d supplement when we could just go outdoors in the sun so yeah you might say straight away that okay cool you're in the lower parts of argent argentina or you might be in um norway or sweden or canada and there's no sunlight for, for, uh, for periods of the year. And that's true. But are you going out when there is available at those times of year? And sometimes when we look at the Inuits, they didn't have a lot of um, sun exposure, but their vitamin D levels were okay. Their immune systems were fairly robust because they found vitamin D sources in the fish in their environment. And the funny thing enough is, is when we go to the tropics and the equator regions, those vitamin D rich foods are fairly absent. So there's an environmental food um, mechanism there in how that works and supplies the body with that vitamin D. And I think people are on the, the belief that they need to just take vitamin D and, and like everything will be okay. But like vitamin D works specifically with cofactors. And the power of the sun is, is much more beneficial and pronounced than just taking a supplement. The reactions of light, full spectrum light on the body and how it reacts with cholesterol, influences increasing body temperature, increasing enzymatic reactions, the catalysts that drive metabolism, all these things are occurring and how they 
interact with hormones and how we build melatonin and how we can also burn fat from a hormone called leptin and regulate our hunger and satiety factors here as well. Um, so, so it's much more than just popping a pill and thinking that you're okay. We actually have to live and be connected with nature. And again, this comes with like an indoor existence, which, we've, which we're technically a prisoner now. Um, of course, we're in quarantine and we're doing um, our best and helping everyone by um, not risking um, people's uh, who, who yeah, so we're doing our best and we're doing our best in quarantine by reducing the spread of this, this virus. But even before that, we can see that there's a compromise in society, that we have an indoor existence. We're a prisoner to four walls. Our visual field has dramatically changed and that's going to have an effect on our behavior, on our, uh, on our mindset. Um, so it's massive. Like it's seeing like the expansion, seeing forests, being able to see far in a distance. Have a, has a very relaxing effect in the body. And we can like put that and correlate that back to having just basic nature artwork in our, in our, on our walls or having indoor plants in our homes. That has a pronounced effect. So imagine if you just remove those walls more and go outside more in nature. Imagine the effects then on your system, in your nervous system, in your hormones, the way that you breathe, the way that magnetism works in your body with the electrons pulled up from the ground into your body so there's all these effects here as well oh and that's and I, that's what i love about this is because um if you do one it gives so much more benefits uh, i mean it, it's it's not just i go outside and it does this no i go outside and it does this 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 and that and it probably does many other things that we don't even know about yet because exactly. because we don't even we haven't even started to understand how we work as human beings in the first place. I mean, the more I learn about it, the more I realize I just don't know. But at the same time, that's not important because we have, we have, we have nature and we have, we have ancestors that have shown us that it's very simple. We don't need to know it all, but if we just do some simple things like you're talking about, um, and, and what we're truly talking about is trying to, trying to prevent, of course, when we do have, an ailment or dis-ease, yeah, there's, some there's some types of interventions that will help us return to health faster. But in, 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 in the sense of prevention, I mean, it becomes very simple. Um, live with nature. And I love, how, I love how you bring it all together and make it so easy to understand. Um, one of the things I really liked is, is the, whole, the whole candles thing. It's, it's funny how detrimental artificial light has 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 become i mean we've we've basically gotten rid of the nighttime which is the time where we where we heal where we recuperate where we build and we become better but it seems like we can just okay we, we don't have to worry about nighttime anymore because we have artificial light and i love that you say we'll use candles and to tell you the truth if i could i would i would i would just use the i wouldn't even turn my lights on it would there wouldn't be a need for them but of course we're living in a society where some people like to use those lights but it these these simple steps that if we involve them in our lives um, help becomes simple. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be something that we have to know every little teeny thing. It's just do certain things and everything kind of just falls back into place. And For sure. Yeah. There's and, a, there's a, there's a quote I love is discovery consists of looking at the same thing as everyone else and thinking something different. So when people see like the sun, like maybe they're drawn and think it's like very 
dangerous. But when, when you and I see it, we're, we're thinking, wow, this is going to make me feel energized. This is going to create endorphins. This is going to help my immunity. This is going to power and charge my body. Although, yes, there's a, there's, a, there's a context there. It can be, become dangerous in certain times of year or if we don't have the right solar callus, the protection, innate protection of the sun. But it's like the way we look at things is, 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 is powerful here. And like, yeah, combining these things together, like walking, going for a walk or hike in the woods, like we can just take our shoes off. We can ground at the same time. We can take off and have less clothes. Therefore, there's more surface area to absorb the lights. We can unplug from technology. We can either go and have a conversation with a friend and talk to them, or we can just listen to the sounds of nature and get a sound therapy session for free. So it's just like, it's our outlook and it's just changing and thinking for ourselves now, instead of being told and spoon-fed or misled just uh, so to speak oh yeah and that's i love how and that's how society has been taught i mean to think that certain things are not good for us i mean how many how many parents do i know is that say put your shoes put your shoes on before you go outside or when they get home wash your hands well yeah put some sunscreen on but, but yeah we know i want to be in front of the sun without sunscreen i want to be outside with my shoes off i don't need to wash my hands because i know that the earth is helping me so yeah, the, these whole things of thinking for ourselves is, is so important uh, and and not only that but this whole isolation thing i, I really liked how, how you how you talked about something that most people probably don't talk about and is and is pretty vicious is is how you talked about loneliness and how it's becoming just as severe as, as what we can call these, the, the true pandemic of obesity and, and heart conditions and diabetes and everything like that. Loneliness too is also very unhealthy. We are, we are, we are beings of communities and we, if we don't have that, we become very sick. And, and we kind of see this through this whole quarantine, how people are being affected through this. So that's another part. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on, 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 on this whole, this whole loneliness pandemic. Yeah. And I think I, well, I think it's just a little bit of a naive approach to think that, okay, cool. We are now readily connected to the world of the interweb. And yeah, we have friends on WhatsApp. We've got loads of text messages. We've got phone calls, Facebook notifications. We've got loads of followers or we're following those people on Instagram. That's not true connection. Like, yeah, that does serve a purpose, but that is not true human connection. That's not face-to-face -face interaction. That's not looking in someone's eyes, looking at the way they utilize body language, touch. Um, so we're deprived of that. We're deficient in that. And again, it, there's, there's not just one thing here. It's entrained in certain systems here. So our immune systems, our bacterial microbiomes are exchanging whilst we're also connecting uh, with other people as well. Our vibe, our energy, aura, whatever you want to go call it, that is also being influenced. So like I might feel very um, euphoric today. And when I'd be talking to people like the, the woman in a coffee shop or a person in the gym, for example, my energy will affect and ripple everything else. And hopefully for a positive to other people, it might just be a simple smile or a compliment. But 
that's fairly non-existent now. We're face planting our phones whenever we go out. It's very awkward now to have a conversation. Sometimes in London, you'd like maybe not in the last year, obviously because of lockdown, but like you'll be on a tube as an example, or I don't know, at a party with some friends that you don't really, well, some friends of some friends and you're like, you're trying to start a conversation. It's fairly awkward now to, to pick up a conversation with people unless you have that confidence in yourself. And that goes back to also the way that humans go into relationships and dating. It's very now internet focused and internet, internet led things like Tinder and Bumble and all these kind of things. That's not how humans actually had relationships with different sexes or even for the same sex. Um, it's that physical encounter, like your energy doesn't lie and nothing can manipulate, nothing can like replace that. No Zoom meeting with a video on can ever replace that physical encounter. Um, and again, it comes back to touch as well. When we touch someone, we're exchanging our electrical potential, our electrons with each other as well. And that's when we notice when we hold hands with each other, the palms are extremely warm, energetic um, source of electrons. The same thing with our soles of our feet. We have sweat glands there for that exchange of electrons as well. Um, so it's powerful. Um, and again, like we're obviously in a situation where there's some limitations, but like in the UK, as an example, that's like slowly getting freed up. Um, I'm not sure the situation in Argentina, but like where I'm right now in Mexico, it's fairly open. You can obviously speak to people and there's things happening out and about. You just need to be respectful wearing a mask, but still you can like socialize to a certain degree. So there's like, again, I think we need to like try and get maximize the opportunities that we have maybe get uncomfortable maybe like give someone a compliment it's okay to give someone a compliment you don't need to want to or you don't need to like jump in their trousers as an example by giving someone a compliment it's just a nice thing a kind thing to do that small little gesture um will have a powerful effect maybe in uh, the rest of their day maybe that will give them confidence to go for that job interview or maybe have that courage to I don't know, do whatever they wanted to be doing. Maybe it was that limiting um, belief that they had. Now that's gone because that slight little compliment that you gave them uh, has eliminated that. So that's where like loneliness comes in. And again, it's a slippery slope, depression, loneliness, asking for help, um, the use of technology and abuse around that, sleep, nutrition, and all these things. It's all very much connected. Um so it's not just about what I'm saying about going out and getting that confidence. There's there's a whole of there's a whole load of other things underneath that that needs to sort of be addressed at the same time. Oh yeah, and I agree completely. I mean, one thing you can't ever say just this is this and that's that. It it's all interconnected, and I really like how you say that. It usually starts with just the small things. Um, go and compliment someone, and maybe that help that person achieve something a lot bigger so from the small things and i think that's with our own personal health too as long as we, we start and just start with one step at a time through time we're going to see lots of progress and not just in one aspect that'll hit other aspects of our life because 
we're all interconnected and, we, and we're all part of nature in the same way. So if we do this one step at a time, we're only going to be helping ourselves and, and those around us. I really appreciate your time, Ryan. I mean, of course, we, <laughs> this is just hitting um, what we could truly speak about and all the great things that you could that you could help my listeners learn but um we'll have to we'll have to leave it at this point unfortunately um ryan how how uh how can my listeners get to know you just a little bit better where can they find you yeah the easiest way is if you are on instagram is to go to live vitae l-i-v-e-v-i-t-a-e if you're not on social media, website as well, same name, L-I-V-E-V-I-T-A-E.com. You can sign up to my newsletter there, which is where I share studies I'm reading, books I'm like breaking down and, and learning from, uh, and like some cool articles and cool facts and recipes. And you, you'll also be able to download a free ebook, which I put out as well, which contains 17 recipes. So you can sign up to my newsletter, um, send me an email as well. Uh, and if, you, if you're interested in working with me as well, you can also check that out on my website too. Awesome. Thanks a ton for coming on, Ryan. And yeah, I'd love to have you on more often because there's so many things we could talk about in, in these periods of time that we have. Um, any last words before we close out? Yeah, for sure. Like we have the power to change our reality. And like that just be as simple as waking up and watching the sunrise, going out slightly more during the day, taking a break from your computer. And it doesn't have to be perfection, just needs to be functional and taking it one step at a, at a time. Like I did not get here overnight. I didn't get all this knowledge and wisdom overnight. It took many hours, days, years to assimilate this knowledge and then obviously apply it to myself and then help other people apply it to them as well. So go easy, be kind to yourself, but you have the power to change your reality. Thanks a ton and beautiful words to finish off this episode. Again, hopefully we can talk again sooner than later. And again, thanks for coming on, Ryan. You're very welcome. Thank you, Ben. Thank you.